You're listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. Welcome to a new year and a new edition of American RVer. In this show, Peg visits with a familiar guest, Ron Jones. They talk about his latest book, his first ebook, The Best RV Trips in North America. In our Friends Across America segment, we meet Gene and Cheryl Fagard. Both have interesting hobbies. Gene is a photographer who enjoys four-wheel jeeping. Cheryl is a weaver and creates some beautiful pieces as they travel. So sit back and relax and enjoy this New Year's edition of American RVer. Welcome to this edition of American RVer. If you're like most RVers, you probably get magazines, you get books, you read everything you can about RVing so you can be better informed, get ideas of places to go, things to do, things to make your life better in an RV. Well, with me today is Ron Jones, and he's a prolific author. He's written a number of RVing books, and his newest one is actually an ebook. So, those of you that have ebook readers, this will be the perfect book for you. And it's called "The Best RV Trips in North America." Thanks for joining me, Ron. Okay, thank you. Here's what the book looks like. I think it's really cool, and uh, it works on any uh, ebook reader, right? Kindle, Nook. Uh, iPad. It should. It's yeah. a it's a PDF file is actually what they'll download. Right. So any any computer, any uh, any iPad, any tablet that that will read PDF files, it will work. Yeah. Well, that's how I read most of my books now. Anyway, so I'm really excited about this. Okay. So where are the best RV trips in America? What are the best things you should do? Where's the best place to go? Well, the basis for the book was was this. Finally, we, 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 we've been, we've been uh, full-timing for 11 years, and mm-hmm. we've been in every state a number of times. Uh, let's discount Hawaii for right now. <laughs> but, uh, and, and all the Canadian provinces and one of their territories. So we run all over the place, and, and just some of those places are just, all of a sudden it hit me, are, are ideal for RVs. Now you can get to all these places with any mode of transportation, travel by car, by boat, you could probably take a taxi. But the RV, using an RV on these particular trips, I found is just the ideal way to go. So, you know, there's an overused phrase, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's not the destination, but the journey. Right. But in the RV world, that's really true. So. What I wrote about were those trips that where likely you didn't have to backtrack to get back. Maybe there were a loop trip or maybe maybe it's just from point A to point B, but you didn't end up close to where you started. Okay, and then you're highlighting places along the way to stop and see, or is it? I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting it's not a travel log. Right. I don't have a I don't have a listing of the of the of the gyms okay. to stop here. Uh-huh. But I suggest the trip, I suggest the route, I suggest the time, and then uh, give them some information where they can look up the places that sure. they want to see okay. that's appropriate to that that to that uh, to that area. So what's one example? 
Well, and there's such a wide variety of examples. My favorite trip, our favorite trip is in there, and that's RVing to Alaska. So I think that's probably the, the, the finest RV trip ever. I, I don't think there's any place else that can beat it. But it's an incredibly long trip. It's a summer. It's a full summer. You just can't do it shorter than that and do it justice. But there are some really bizarre places in, in among the 14 trips I, I recommend. For example, uh, southern Utah. Okay. There's no, there's no uh, common name for that area, but there's some really unusual places to see there. Some well-known uh, Zion National Park, Bryce Canyon National Park, Arches, Arches National Park, and so forth. But there's some that, that are virtually unknown that are that are one of a kind. I mean, if you if you visit these places, it'll just knock your socks off. Well, one place is called uh, the Valley of the Gods. Mm -hmm. Now that's not Monument Valley. Oh, it's not. That's what I was no, thinking. That's, that's different. So the Valley of the Gods is in southern Utah, whereas Monument Valley is in northern uh, Arizona. Arizona, right? And and close to close to the Valley of the Gods is a really bizarre place, and it's part of a highway called the Moki Dugway. And the Moki Dugway is, again, a section of highway, but it's so unusual, you can't take your coach on it, you can only take your car on it. And there's, there's, a, there's a whole variety of switchbacks for about 10 miles up a mountain, uh, and the views are beautiful. You can look back over the Valley of the Gods and so forth. Um, there's just some unusual places like that. And even to take this further, even other suggestions are that I, I one of the best RV trips in the nation, strangely enough, is downtown Chicago. Really? And they say, how, do, how in the world do I get an RV down there? Right. And I, I explain how to do that. Because there's a place in downtown Chicago, about 10 minutes from the Loop, which is as downtown as you can get, that you can boondock. No kidding. And, and it's just wonderful. We've been there now, I think, three times. Um, so I've got, I really do have destinations, downtown Chicago. Mm -hmm. There's other places you can't go. You, the wharf in San, in San Francisco, the Embarcadero, you can't take an RV down there. It's right. impossible. And like all major cities, if you try to get a campground reasonably close by, they just don't exist. They don't exist. That brings me back to the whole idea for the book came this past year when we decided on our way east, we were going to spend a few days in, in Pittsburgh to just be a tourist and see the city. It's what mm -hmm. we do, you know. Mm -hmm. And the closest campground I could get was nearly 40 minutes out. Uh, and I did, you know, major searching for any place to stay, any place mm -hmm. from a casino to a, to a real campground to whatever. There is just, there, there's no place. Hmm. So I thought, well, there's, you know, what do you do in those cases? Well, you, there's nothing to do. So the Chicago's, uh, another place I mentioned that's a destination is one of the best trips. Is the uh, is the Albuquerque Balloon Festival? Right. Everybody knows about sure. it. Sure. But what's really neat is that for our veers, it's better 
than being a non-RVer because they park you where the balloons are going to come directly right across your RV. Do you recommend going with a, a group to that, being part of a rally, or can you go as an individual and still get parked? You can in a go good either spot? way. It's just as easy to go one way as the other. Uh, uh, what what they have and what I explain in the book is that in in Albuquerque the, the balloon festival takes place in in the city and within the city they have a giant field giant field for RVs right. now the caravans that go out there when you pay a commercial caravan to go with them they're in the field or you can go on your own right make your reservations and you'll be in the field you may be beside of them okay but because of the prevailing winds during the time of year that the balloon festival takes place, those balloons come directly over your coaches right. every day. And then again, because of the prevailing winds, they pass over the coaches, get away another mile or so, rise up and come back. Mm -hmm. And so you get these wonderful views and sometimes they're so close you can just talk to the operators. No kidding. Yeah, and it's wow. just fascinating. And this is in October every year, This right? is in October. So you can go out there in a car. Like I said, you can make the trip in a car, in a bus, in a plane, whatever. But you can't get to that spot that those RVers. Right. That they, the, uh, does, Plus, you don't have to get up yeah. at 4.30 in the morning to get your driving time in so you can get there so you can see them well, <laughs> rising up. Well, that's true, except you got to be up at 4.30 in the morning to see them come across in the pre-dawn. Okay, but you can be in your coach in your PJs looking at <laughs> your right. windshield. That's okay, right. good. That's right. All right, well, Ron, how does someone find the best RV trips in North America? Oh, it's easy. Just go to our website. Uh, it's, a, it's an easy website. It's aboutrving.com. Uh, go there, click on the bookstore, the book's there, ready to go. Uh, we, it's been for sale now for about two weeks. Okay. So it's a new book. Uh -huh. uh, it's brand new, and, uh, and they can order there. Fantastic. Uh, it's inexpensive. We've got it, we're selling it for $4.95. Oh, and, great. Uh, no shipping, no handling. They can instantly download, and, uh, and, it, and it works great. Good. All right. I look forward to trying that out. Good. Thank Taking you. Taking a look at it and seeing where we want to go yeah. next. All right, Thank thanks, thanks for being with us today, All right. Ron. All right. All right, we'll be back in just a moment with more of American RVer. Coming up next, meet Jean and Cheryl Fergard. Have you been waiting for prices to come down on LED lighting so you can purchase some for your RV? Wait no longer. American RVer has G4 style puck lamp replacements for just $5.95 each, shipping included. Go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the link in the lower right corner of the homepage to order. And welcome back to American RVer. Thanks for staying tuned. Joining me now are Cheryl and Jean Fagard. And they are RVers. They also have some great hobbies that we're going to find out about. In the past, we've talked to people who have had sheep farms or llama farms or have angora. And now Cheryl is one of those end users of those folks that raise those animals for weaving and wool and all of that. So you are a weaver. I'm a weaver and I have my master's degree in weaving. Okay, I've never heard of anybody who had a master's degree in weaving <laughs> before. It's, a, it's an MA, master 
or of art. Of art, yeah. yeah. And my concentration was in weaving and sculpture. And I oh. actually did very large wall hangings installations. And like in commercial buildings? Uh, and commercial and, and for... Residential? We did, yeah, we did art shows. We did about 32 outdoor art shows a year. Oh my gosh, that's a and lot. That's like almost every weekend. It was almost every weekend. And one one weekend, or one of the shows, we always planned a trip uh, out of state so that that was our vacation for the year. He worked full-time, and my full-time job was the arches. But doesn't together. it take a really long time to weave something of that magnitude? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and you got a really big loom, right? I, oh, I had five looms. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so you could have several projects going at one time. I did. And I could put like 20 yards of warp on at one time, so uh, you know I could then work it, work it off pretty quickly. And... So warp are the long threads that mm -hmm. go through, and right. then what's the, the weft? The weft is the, the one filling. that ties them together. Mm -hmm. And what's yeah. that little? Is a spindle or something that uh, goes a, through? It, well, it's a shuttle. A shuttle. That's right. Mm -hmm. See, I don't know anything about weaving, that but I've seen some of your work. I've seen some of your scarves, and they're absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Now, Gene, you're a photographer, I understand. Is I have that hobby and also outdoor jeeping. Mm -hmm. Oh, off-road off jeeping. Yeah. Oh, you must love the Southwest. Yeah. Yes, very much. <laughs> we, lived yeah. in, we lived in Florida for a long time, and there wasn't mm -hmm. much uh, off-road activity back there other than mud. And then right. we started traveling out here. We full-time in a motorhome for 11 years. 11 years. Yes. Oh, boy, you yes. got to see a lot of the country. We in saw Canada. And and most Canada. of Canada, okay. all the way up to Newfoundland in a motorhome and to Vancouver Island and wow. all over the U.S. And we just fell in love with it, with it out here out west. And now, did you always have a Class A motorhome when you started traveling or RVing? Uh, yes, we did. Um, it started out with an old Winnebago. Oh, hey, we started with an old Winnebago. Yeah. How about Super that? Super cheap. <laughs> uh, and ours is a warrior. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But it was a lot of fun, and we just upgraded to that, and we've had this one for seven, seven years. Seven years. Oh, okay, so. great. Now, I understand you've taken a, a long trip in it recently, this last summer. To Alaska. To Alaska. Yes. Everybody loves an Alaska trip. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the stories you hear. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's one we've planned for quite some time, and, and another couple of friends, friends of ours also wanted to go. Mm -hmm. And so we all decided to do that this year, and we left in June. Right after the FMCA. We did the FMCA oh, in, rally in Gillette. In that's and where then, we met you guys. Right. And then we left from there and took our time. We'd drive two or three hours and stop, spend the day or whatever. Okay. And, or two or three. And, right. And if we really liked it, we we came into uh, uh, Homer Spit, drove in, and they parked us right on the water. And we walked up and we said, how long can we stay? And they said, eight nights. And we said, Book it. Book it in. <laughs> Book oh. it in. So we spent a month in Alaska. We took a month to get up there, a month in Alaska, and then a month to get back. And we stopped in um, Okanagan Valley, the wine country up there in Canada. And had I'm not good... familiar with that. Oh. Great wines. Is they, it like in between the Banff area and the coast? It's uh, west of Banff and just north of middle Washington State. And they used to grow... Um, fruit orchards up there, but they couldn't compete with Washington State, 
So they convert it over to wine, and they have some of the best wines around. No so kidding. Really maybe because of the cooler temperatures or something. Yeah. They're yeah. sweeter, maybe. It's very maybe? moderate where they oh. are, where they live. It's in right. Well, it's there's two rivers or two lakes connecting, and it just keeps it at a very moderate temperature. And I mean, it's still, like I said, the wines are just incredible. Oh, that it's would be something area. to try. It's a neat area. If you get yeah, a chance, really you yeah. need to go up just above Washington State. Right. So, so you really don't far. have to make that trek all the way to Alaska in no. order to join the right. enjoy that. And we that. also found out that when you bring wine back, it's only for the duty, it's only 25 cents a bottle. Oh, I no thought kidding. It was, I thought it was I a lot. It was expensive. Yeah. We did, too. That's why we bought five cases. <laughs> <laughs> and you declared them. Yes. Oh, yeah. We showed them all. So, yeah, we did. Okay, well. But that was a fun trip. We enjoyed it with our friends and. Yeah. Right, and you took lots of photos. Yes, quite yes. a few, yes. quite a few. And photos. did you have any bear encounters or moose encounters when you were up there? Yeah, we, we saw bear mostly on the highway. Mm -hmm. um, buffalo. Buffalo a lot. There's a lot of wild buffalo on the highway. Did you mainly stay in the RV and travel, or did you get out of the RV and go on a boat and do some glacier things? By boat, or we what did, did some, you do? We did some of the little mini tours. We did right. a couple of the boat tours, and uh, where was it? Up at Fairbanks, we went to go see one of the Indian villages that they did, and they took you up and down the. That was the very river. interesting. That was very interesting. Okay. Yes. Um, was it like the mail boat or something that would take you up yes. there? Is that what it was? Yeah. I've heard about that before. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was that was it. Yeah. Okay. And. We had our, our Jeeps with us along with the other friends and so we could take oh. off and climb mountains and find things. And no kidding. Now, were you ever worried about getting lost or is it mm -hmm. just all GPS related and you find your way back? Uh, yeah, the GPS works pretty good, mostly, but there's um, not that many roads going up there. Mm -mm. Right, One, that's true. Yeah, know. but if you're going off-road... No, we didn't go very far off-road oh, okay. because... We kind of watched where we were, so. Yeah. It's off highway. It's not really off road. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't we, know the difference. It, well, BLM and anybody else would scream when you say off road. You don't just create your own path. You stay yeah. on, okay. the, you you stay on the road. You yeah. Trails that have been stay on the yes. established trails. Right. So even down in the Moab area, it's Absolutely. that kind of thing. You're not just going off into the desert willy-nilly. No. Yeah. Yeah, we've been going right. to Moab since 1998 every year. So. Oh, okay. So. so you've been down through Canyonlands and all of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things we did when we were full time. Uh, we we've got a national park. Uh, what's it called? Pass passport. 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 Mm -hmm. And one of the things we did in every state we were at, we'd look up and see what national parks or monuments were there, mm -hmm. and try to go see all of that. And we saw a lot. So. Yeah. And. Uh, but we meet up with this one group all the time, and we happy hours, of course, in the afternoons. And uh, but we go out, and there's just a group of us, about five or six of us, mm -hmm. and we go. He sets and goes into the the uh, maps and looks for trails that we don't do. We have never We've done. We've never done before. And I mean, we have been going there. You said since since ninety eight. So and we are still finding trails. Wow. Now. They they tell him that it's more, they're more like ATV trails <laughs> <laughs> with our big jeeps and um, so they the footprints a little bit yeah uh huh yeah but a challenge get there. yeah well that sounds like a good goal my goal was always to go to different wineries 
Of course, we didn't oh. really follow through on that. But. Oh, well, I'll tell you where the wineries are because that was all part of the trip. We did trains and we did wineries. We did okay. caving. Caving oh, and no national parks. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go to uh, Karchner Caverns in Arizona? It's not a well-known cavern. No, no we haven't It's been down by um, uh, Benson and that area. No, we so, haven't done that one. We did a lot yeah. in Kentucky and a lot oh. back east, yeah. Okay, where you have to put the boots on and the hat with a light. With, and, oh, yeah. okay, that's not my favorite kind of kit. <laughs> Mine is big white lights and oh. a path oh. with railings. <laughs> yeah, otherwise I do this. Um, now notice we have a a friend here, Sammy. Oh, You've yeah. been petting him. He's been, she's been so nice. And she's doing calm. good. She's, doing she's good. a rescued dog. Uh huh. And we've been told she's a sleek-haired border collie, and they come in black. Okay. And she's really super smart. Super smart. Acts right. just like a border collie. Huh. Does she need a lot of exercise then? Does she have to run a lot? She likes sure. it, and um, we have to watch, because if she sees a squirrel, ooh. Oh, she knows that word. She's oh, yeah. To him. She really? would take off, go after him, and she wouldn't pay attention. But other than that... She'd right. Be all right so. She's a good traveling companion. Oh, yeah. oh she loves yeah. that. Yeah, so. she loves jeeping. Good. Well, that's nice. I can picture her in the back of a jeep. Oh, she of. loves it. Well, okay. she, she does. Sits, she sits right up in the center console and just sits and watches. And as soon as oh, we hit pavement, sure. she goes in the back seat, curls up, and goes to sleep. Oh, hey, that's As long too as funny. it's on an off-road trail somewhere or another, she enjoys She's it. She's excited about it. And then she gets out and runs up there. Mm -hmm. Right. Off leash. Okay, yeah. She won't go very far. Good. Well, you know, it was really fun meeting you guys. Um, thanks for sharing your stories and yeah. your hobbies and for introducing us to Sammy. Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Yes, you're welcome. All right, thanks for joining us on this edition of American RV, or we'll see you next time.